Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Good to be with you today. And lots of excitement because today was about the uh, big announcement that happened. Feels like a long time ago now, about 10 days. But Mitch Thompson announced, officially introduced at Baylor as the new baseball coach. And Aaron, it is amazing to think that in the past, I think they said like 61 years, he's only the fifth coach. And Dutch, I mean, just passed away not long ago, the the first. And then, of course, uh, Mickey Sullivan had a tremendously long run, the late, great Mickey Sullivan. And then Steve, and then uh, and two Steves, uh, Steve Smith and then Rodriguez, and then Mitch Thompson. It was really fun to be there, be in the room, see the large amount of Baylor folks that showed up not only kind of uh, old kind of the Bear Brethren, the Baylor fans, but tons of former Baylor baseball players. They were all over the place. Jason Jennings was in the room, I think, um, and, and he started naming some of the some of the first uh, recruits that they brought in. I mean, it was just really amazing. Like their first recruiting class. Kip Wells and and um, John Toposki, it was incredible. And then Aaron, they showed the they showed a little video that kind of uh, announced uh, Steve Smith, and it kind of went back to some of the good old days. And they played the the Bears um, winning the right to go to the College World Series in 2005. And Aaron, guess who was on the call? Our own Tom Barfield. And, boy, he got excited. Uh, voice kind of, I mean, it was a real, it was quite a moment. And, Aaron, I, I couldn't help myself. Mac Rhodes sat down for a second and was uh, waiting to go up after the video. And I said, I leaned up and hit Mac's shoulder and said, "Hey, that's Tom Barfield." I kind of, I kind of made. I mean, I think he probably knew. I don't know if I needed to tell him that, but I kind of, I kind of let him know, gave him a little nudge, and uh, what an exciting time! And uh, Mitch's family was there, and we've also had some enormous news today. And I know Aaron's uh, going to be getting Brian Davis on with us from the Austin American Statesman because the Longhorns had something huge happen. And uh, it was a pretty amazing day as Arch Manning makes his commitment to the Longhorns. And we'll have Brian on to kind of put this thing in perspective a little bit. And uh, I, uh, that's his alma mater, and he also covers the Longhorns as well. But they've won some... 
great battles over the years. We've lost a few along the way. Used to fight Barry Switzer for for recruits, and Barry famously won the one. Billy Sims, believe it or not, uh, and actually he won the Marcus Dupree. I think um, if I remember correctly. Tommy Rayo, who played at Baylor and was the Texas running backs coach at the time, was basically living there uh, in wherever uh, Marcus was from, Philadelphia, Mississippi, or something like that. Aaron, do we have Brian? We are endeavoring to bring in Brian Davis from the Austin American Statesman. While we... uh, Wait on Brian. I can tell you that we've got a just a power packed show today. I mean, we've got some really uh, heavy hitters lined up. Oklahoma baseball at four twenty. Some Title Nine fifty year anniversary at five o'clock, and uh, we've got some things lined up for you at five twenty, including some exclusive audio from Mitch Thompson. And uh, Aaron, just say the word when our man is ready to go. But Brian Davis has been really, I love some of these interviews he's doing. And, uh, oh, wait, I'm getting a text. Oh, uh, something's happened. Okay, Aaron, sorry. He's saying 10 minutes. Okay, I don't think he, I don't think he knows how this thing works. We can't just take 10 minutes uh, here and wait. So, uh, anyway, this was... uh, this is Brian Davis. We'll we'll get him. We'll get to him later in the program. He's probably had somebody call him back, like one of these. Maybe he got Archie Manning on the phone, and I understand that. But Aaron, huge news that um, that I mean, what an what an enormous deal this whole thing is with uh, with Arch Manning deciding to go to Texas. And I, I got it as one of the, the, the enormous recruiting wins in University of Texas history. I was just talking about some of them. Some of them they've lost. Some of them they've won over the years. They've, had, they've, they've obviously, I would imagine everybody in the world wanted Earl Campbell at the time. And he ends up at uh, University of Texas in 1977, 76. And uh, the Tyler Rose, as we called him, he ends up there. So uh, we will uh, we will hook up with Brian Davis a little later in the program as we as we uh, think about this enormous thing. Now, Aaron, um, back to our regularly scheduled program. What I mean, the, hearing Mitch today? I know you've gotten to listen to some of the stuff I've sent in. I think John and, and Tom did something with Mitch. Obviously, they've known him for a long time. It was great to see John Morris. Had a nice suit on today. Don't think he had a tie on. Beautiful dress shirt. Nice uh, kind of a tan suit. Or tan may be the wrong word. Almost like a light uh, beige type suit. It was very, very nice. And he was up there kind of emceeing the event. And, and Aaron, it was really neat to... To, I went over and said hello to some of the – I was actually over there looking for Cade Currington from my hometown, from Kaufman, Texas. wanted to say hi to Cade. 
Cade was uh, had been doing some rehab work. He had uh, a surgery um, a few months ago, and so he was uh, doing some PT and all that. So he was running a little late, and then a bunch of his uh, classmates, teammates, I saw, I saw Harrison. I was looking for Big Rig over there, Rigney, the grandson, by the way, of Louis Muldrow. Aaron, does the name Louis Muldrow mean anything to you? Have you ever heard that name? No. Well, Charlie Rigney is Will Rigney's dad. Charlie played for Baylor, played for Mickey Sullivan, a really good player. And then, obviously, Big Rig, as they call Will Rigney, he's going to He's a fine pitcher. He'd already become a starting pitcher for the Bears this year, and sadly he had to have uh, arm surgery. Louis Muldrow, I found this out because I ran into Tom Featherston, one of my old law school professors. And uh, Professor Featherston, I think, is retiring. Law professors rarely ever retire. They just kind of keep coming in, and they they do a, a tremendous job. But he reminded me that Will Rigney's grandfather – was Louis Muldrow. And Louis Muldrow, I guess this would have to be on the mother's side, is, is Aaron was the, the, the scariest, most revered, and, and, and probably considered one of the greatest law school professors of all time at Baylor. And really, stay in the state of Texas or the country, if you were a trial lawyer from any time from about 19... 80, maybe 1975, all the way up to like into the, well into the, um, oh, till about 1997 or something like that, or uh, 96, you were trained how to do trial and mock trial work with Lewis Muldrow. So anyway, just a tidbit, Aaron, that I found interesting. So many great Baylor uh, uh, connections. And great to see some of my old law school professors, even though at the time they gave me stomach ulcers. They were, um, I, law school was not a great time for me because I was not someone, Aaron, this will shock you, I was not one, someone who, who enjoyed studying that much. Law school is a time when you really do need to have some study habits and spend some time in the books. But um, I found quickly that I needed to become a sports writer and uh, broadcaster and go a different direction but still love all my uh, law school ties and made just tremendous friends there now we'll uh i'll touch base with brian davis and we'll get back to him here in a little bit but th- this uh this baylor day to see mitch up there I-, I was tweeting about this aaron uh what a what a cool thing it was at one point he said we're going to get back to Omaha, and then he said, and when we go, we're going to win the, the whole dadgum thing. He got about two dadgums in his speech, and he just, if you've seen Mitch or know Mitch, he does, he does come across as a guy who's not shy to put a, uh, to throw a dadgum out there, and so I kind of, I kind of got a kick out of it, but it, he's just so excited he, he teared up almost a couple times talking about the players. David Murphy was there, uh, Jason Jennings, uh, two of the greatest players in Baylor history. You go right down the line. Uh, one by one, they all showed up. The current players were there. And, and, and one of the things that Mitch did a good job of doing, now one of the questions I asked Mitch 
And Aaron, you've you've got the thing I sent you. Then I'm sure you also have the 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 press conference. One of the things I wanted to know is, what is this a rebuild, you know, or or is the portal change all that? And Mitch said did admit that the portal had changed a little bit of everything. All you have to do is look at the College World Series to see what the portal. One other thing that Mitch said, and obviously he loved his nine years at MCC, but I I just really appreciated what Mitch had to say about that. What what he he loves the JUCO ranks. He won a national title there, and he he talked about how he expects these JUCO coaches across the country to help make Baylor great again and to help get Baylor where it needs to be. And so he's depending on that, and then he'll take those players and he'll try to get them to the next level. So I think um, a lot of players – and Aaron, I thought you would find this somewhat interesting. I I talked to some people connected with some of the current players, and one of the things they were saying about some of these uh, transfers, Pineda to LSU – Trey Richardson to TCU. Um, Nevin goes to Oklahoma. The current players, while they love all those guys, they they were thinking of those guys as gone already. You know why, Aaron? Because they thought they're all going to get drafted. Now, that doesn't mean every one of them is going to sign and go, but I thought I found that interesting because I think sometimes we think Oh, my gosh, they're all transferring. And, and I looked over there at the section for the current players, and Aaron, it was it was a good group. It wasn't a massive group. And, you know, we kind of I kind of thought, well, dang, I mean, I, I, I don't know how many of these guys are left. But I thought that was an interesting point, that some of the current Baylor players, um, you know, are and, – and then there was another player, Bo Wimpy's on the team. He was a huge recruit. Back in, uh, I think his senior year in high school would have been the 2019 season from Rockwall, and he was he had 40 different major college offers, and it came down to Baylor and TCU, and he went to TCU, and then pretty quickly he decided he'd made a mistake, or, or I don't know if it's a mistake, he just decided he wanted to be at Baylor, and so he's at Baylor now, and I I just find the whole thing. But what was interesting is I guess when he either was thinking about going to Baylor or TCU or going to Baylor, Mitch wanted him to come to MCC. And so Mitch was recruiting him like crazy. And so uh, the other day, um, I think Mitch was kind of like, hey, I'm glad to get to finally see you play. So some of these players that are still in the Baylor program, Mitch was after. Mitch was going after for years. So I find all of this very interesting and uh, I, am, I am looking forward to talking more about this as the day unfolds. All right, for our Sooners fans and College World Series fans, we've got somebody that covers the Sooners that is going to uh, visit with us from Omaha because the Sooners have made it to the championship series. Eric Bailey from the Tulsa World joins us next. 
recently on Game Time. And we're joined now by the head football coach and athletic director at Lorena High School, Coach Ray Biles. You know, this Lone Star Cup that's coming down from the UIL, it's awesome. I mean, winning the state championship in football was unbelievable, but to be able to across the board and, and everything from band and cheer and one-act play and, and everything else academically and then all the way through all your sports to be able to say you're the number one school in the state of Texas, that's an awesome feat. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.35. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second one for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for $7.69. Also, any day, order the new Porky Piggy Texas Tater. With pulled pork, it's $3 less than beef. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House in Hewitt and in Waco. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. 
College World Series, Oklahoma moves to the finals, beating A&M 5-1. Arkansas pushes to an elimination game, beating Ole Miss 3-2. Razorbacks and Rebels this afternoon. Winner faces OU in the finals this weekend. In the Stanley Cup, Avalanche beats the Lightning in overtime 3-2. Colorado leads the series 3-1. Game 5 tomorrow night. Former Baltimore Raven Tony Saragusa, the Goose, has died at the age of 55. NBA draft tonight at 7. Mavericks have the 26th pick. Spurs have three picks in the first round at 9, 20, and 25. Astros sweep the Mets with a 5-3 win. Astros and Yankees start a series tonight, 6-05 first pitch. Rangers sweep the Phillies, winning 4-2 yesterday. Rangers had the day off before hosting the Nationals tomorrow night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Matt Mosley show. Busy, busy Thursday. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you for being our presenting sponsor, being one of the great commercial banks in the country. Uh, we go now uh, to Omaha, uh, Oklahoma beat writer for the Tulsa world, Eric Bailey, uh, joining us. Eric, always have, have had fun uh, monitoring and following your work, so it's great to have you on today. And uh, it's got to be nice for the Sooners that you cover to just be sitting there watching two teams burn their aces, throwing everything in the world to try to get into this championship series. How good a feeling does this have to be for the uh, for the Sooners? Matt, I, I don't think you could have really. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. I think you, you couldn't have picked a better blueprint for Oklahoma in this College World Series. When you think about it, they've only played three games. They've had plenty of time off between games. Uh, didn't have to play today, and you're right. They've really got two wins yesterday. One was the win, of course, over A and M, and second, they're having the two these two schools play throw their aces today. And so that that helps them too. So everything's coming together perfect for Oklahoma during this postseason run. Well, and you've monitored it closely. Uh, Sooners went on a little uh, field trip, I understand, from reading your uh, some of your tweets. Uh, Skip Johnson um, decides to uh, take the Sooners over to Rosenblatt Stadium, uh, where the program won the uh, the 1994. Uh, uh, College World Series, and um, and I I've got people that I know that know that coach, and we all know the story of kind of what happened there. But you know, people kind of forget that Oklahoma has some pretty incredible baseball history. Uh, Eric, so what was that like? You think for the players, and what kind of feedback have you gotten from uh, Skip Johnson and others about what that was like to kind of go over there and revisit a great moment for the Sooners? You know, I think it's important not only for Oklahoma, but every program out there to learn about their history and understand why those teams are where they're at now. And that 94 team is such a a big part of Oklahoma's history and what they were able to do. Uh, And it was a launching pad that year. They hit a lot of home runs. Uh, Ryan Miner, a former basketball player, was uh, and a a future Baltimore Oriole was a big part of that team. And I think that it was important for those players of this generation to realize that, you know, this has been done before. Oklahoma has came to Omaha and won this. And when you look at it, it's been almost 30 years. And so you got to grasp those opportunities. They don't come around all the time. And, And to be two wins from it, I think it really allowed them to understand how close they are to doing something that hasn't been done at Oklahoma in a long, long time. 
Yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty amazing. I was reading about uh, David Sandlin and even reading kind of what you had about uh, what Schlossnagel from A and M had to say. Uh, that that's just it, it's it, it, we don't we see some of these slugfests that happens in in these college games, and then when you have somebody out there that just keeps somebody silent almost an entire afternoon, it just really tamped down the crowd and everything. I mean, is that is that one of the bigger, um, from what you've seen over the years, one of the bigger uh, performances in, in, a, in obviously a huge spot as far as for a starting pitcher? Absolutely. I mean, you're looking at a young man that didn't play varsity baseball until his senior year in Owasso High School, which is a tradition-rich program. He just couldn't break into the rotation. And his senior season, something clicked. And it was too late for him to uh, – get really recruited so he went juco had two great years at eastern oklahoma college and then got uh, recruited by ou and his 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 uh his journey has been pretty amazing and and on top of that the week before the big 12 tournament uh he lost his sister to cancer she had a long fight with cancer and it was with a heavy heart that he went out and played and really almost dedicated this postseason to the, the memory of his sister who was one of his biggest fans so i know somewhere she's pretty proud looking down at him and, and, and smiling because you know to go out there and have 12 strikeouts hold him to only, you know, one one earned run. I mean, he had an outstanding performance throwing seven innings yesterday and a big win over A&M. Oklahoma beat writer for the Tulsa World, Eric Bailey, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, you mentioned uh, Juco. Isn't that amazing how many of the – you think some of these teams could get anybody they wanted from high schools, and yet Baylor, for instance, just hired the MCC coach. Uh, I believe Oklahoma has uh, at least one to two players from MCC. I know Arkansas has a shortstop. It, it, it goes to what you were just saying. Some of these community college slash JUCOs um, produce amazing players, and it just seems like the SEC especially sits there and, and just really benefits from, uh, from, from those kids uh, performing at that particular level. It, it is amazing when you think about it. It just shows the resiliency of these players. They didn't get that, you know, that right away first year freshman at a big university at a power college, power five college. They're they're working their way and they've had to earn everything that they've gotten. And you think about some of these JUCOs while they're outstanding and tradition rich, uh, they don't have you know a fraction of the support and everything that's in the the budget that these big schools have. So you almost really have to tip your hat to some of these players that are making making it out of JUCO because they're beating the odds and proving that they can play at the highest level. All right, I'm I'm looking at the pitchers. You've got some numbers here. How many innings uh, a lot of these Sooners have have put together? Um, How how is Skip going to set up this uh, rotation and – what do you um, – I, I mean, I, I guess the great thing is, again, that you're getting to rest a little bit and, and nobody seems to be just – everybody's kind of spent this time of year. You have that, but it does seem like Oklahoma's in a pretty good spot. How do you see uh, the Sooners kind of setting up the, the rotation heading into the championship series? Well, the rotation is going to work really well on Saturday. Uh, you're looking at your ace, Jake Bennett, uh, with seven days, eight days rest, coming back and throwing game one. And then game two, you have Cade Horton, who hasn't thrown since last Monday. So he's had you know six days rest. 
So uh, it, it it works really well. This this rotation, you, your your rotation, and you maybe can come back with Sandlin on Monday. It just depends on you know how many pitches he threw yesterday and what you know. It'll be a uh, kind of a four day rest week for him, which you'll see. But for the most part, their starters are set. And they've only had to go to the bullpen. They've used their their closer, Trevin Michael, for six innings. He's thrown two innings, two plus innings at each game. And they had one inning from a spot reliever who hasn't thrown that much. They have three or four arms that haven't thrown that have been big parts of this pitching staff, still waiting just to get on the mound. So they are rested and ready to go. So, it, it, like again, you couldn't ask for a perfect situation for the Sooners. Our Sooners fans just completely spoiled right now with this softball program that's a dynasty, and here comes the uh, baseball team in a great spot to have a shot at winning the College World Series. Are are they uh, are are they walking out with uh, you know kind of jutting out their chest a little bit as you as you run into these fans? You know, it's never been done. There's never been a team win the softball and baseball national championship in the same season. So Oklahoma has a chance to do that. And to be honest, uh, you know, Matt, when you look at the beginning of the season, the beginning of the spring, the team we thought from our beat coverage would be in Omaha is Oklahoma State. Uh, We knew Oklahoma was going to have a good team, but everyone thought Oklahoma State was the team to watch. So what Oklahoma is doing is they've really embraced this opportunity. And just I've just been impressed with Skip Johnson and this whole team with what they've been able to do. And, yeah, you're right. Oklahoma fans are just ecstatic about baseball and softball. It's been a great spring for the Sooners. All right. Have you seen some of these long home runs? Uh, Oklahoma actually hit well, at least one of them, didn't they? Maybe a couple of them. I know one early really uh, really seemed to do the Aggies in. Uh, I one of them was like the longest one ever hit. And I know that ballpark hadn't been in operation for that <laughs> long, but was there a I'm trying to think, was it four fourteen? What's the uh, what's the what's yeah, the but, number that st- stands out? I can't remember the, the it was straight away center field. There was a home run earlier this week. And you're right, this field <laughs> it's not the launching pad that Rosenblatt was, that's for sure. It's a pitcher's ballpark which really kind of feeds into what Oklahoma does. They've only hit three home runs total in, in the three games. So uh, they're not a power team, but they'll, they'll short, short game you, uh, and uh, they'll play a lot of small ball. So, But they're real aggressive on the base paths, too. They try to put pressures on the opposing team. So, And, again, it, it's a pitcher's ballpark, and these pitchers are throwing really well right now. All right, why is Owasso, by the way? I love these towns. I love their names. <laughs> I love the heritage, the Native American heritage in yeah. Oklahoma. What, what, what? Is, why are they so great? I mean, I, I know kind of football and Jinx yeah. and Moore and, and Norman, you know, all these places that, yeah. that produce unbelievable football players. But now, what is it about this Owasso program that makes it so competitive that a guy like Sandlin could barely get on the mound there? You know, Owasso is really traditionally rich in the state of Oklahoma. They have produced a ton of major leaguers. You know, I, I think probably arguably in the whole state, this is the program everyone wants to play for. Uh, their coach, Larry Turner, uh, has been there 41 years. And, in fact, um, I live in Owasso. I live, it's, nor- it's a, a suburb of Tulsa. It's, in, it's north of Tulsa. And it's a great town. It's a great town to live in. It's a great school district. And, uh, yeah, but their their baseball program is top-notch. And uh, it, it's hard to get on the field at Owasso. And it's, it's like a lot of the powerhouse schools down in Texas. You have great high school baseball down in Texas. There's no doubt about it. And Oklahoma, Owasso is kind of like that kind of powerhouse program you see in a Texas high school. Uh, just do everything perfectly, and, and uh, you want to play for a, a program and a coach like that. 
All right, Eric, I can't let you off without one football question. Are the Sooners, <laughs> um, I mean, are we, are we finally moving on from Lincoln? Is this going to continue to go on? And, and are they, I mean, I, I, I'm fascinated with this transfer quarterback because he's put up enormous numbers in his past. We don't know exactly. Obviously, with Jalen Hurts, they had great success. With Baker, they've had so many unbelievable transfers. What are sort of the expectations that people have of of this quarterback who is at Central Florida? And I, I don't know. I felt like he started his college career about seven years ago. What are, what are people uh, <laughs> thinking about him? And is there some thought that he's just going to hit the ground running? Well, he's an outstanding quarterback in terms of ball protection. Uh, he had 70-plus uh, touchdown passes in three years, uh, really two and a half years, because he only he got hurt just a couple games into his third season, only uh, about 12 interceptions. And the key is he played his freshman season under Jeff Levy, who is now Oklahoma's offensive coordinator. Mm. Jeff was the offensive coordinator at UCF, so there's some familiarity between the two. So that helps a lot. Uh, and he, he's really grasping, you know, teaching this offense to all the newcomers, you know, all the old players, too. They're having to learn a new system. And I think that's a big part is you got an anchor piece in there that's going to help learn this offense. Of course, nothing, nothing is seamless. There's going to be some growing pains in this program. And you mentioned Lincoln Riley moving on. I think it's still – it was a nasty divorce. I mean, it was uh, it was unexpected. And I think Oklahoma fans are not only going to be looking at results at OU next season. They're going to be keeping an eye on USC and what they do week by week too. I don't think it's going to be one where everyone moves on. I think it's going to take a little while for them to really – for those for those those bruises to heal, I think it's going to take some time. And they're going to keep an eye on what happens out in Los Angeles. You don't think Lincoln's going to show up in Omaha to support the uh, Sooners over the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. You know, it was funny because uh, they uh, had a statue built to Baker Mayfield to put in Heisman Park, and everyone kind of joked, is, is Lincoln going to show up for the dedication? And, of course, he didn't. But, you know, it was it, it, anything that you talk about Oklahoma success recently, you know, Lincoln Riley's name comes up, and you wonder, well, you know, if Lincoln shows up, he gets booed. If he doesn't show up, he gets booed. <laughs> so there's a no-win situation for him or something like that. Yeah, that statue looked like everybody except Baker Mayfield, if I recall. <laughs> <laughs> I can say this. In person, when you're there, it looks a lot better than photographs. But still, <laughs> they, put the bandana, they put the bandana on it, and it. I just don't think the bandana. And I understand that's part of his signature look, but I just don't think a bandana fits, looks good on a statue. That's just me, though. There's a lot of people that love it. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Well, Lebby, by the way, we know him in Waco, uh, son-in-law of Art Bryles. Oh, we yeah. know him well. And uh, I'll give you a little tidbit, a little nugget. The other day he was holed up with a 2024 quarterback for several hours. They haven't offered this kid yet, and he hasn't started yet at Alito High School. Huge, uh, big-time high school in the Fort Worth area of the Metroplex. And this kid's name is Hoss Haney. He'll start as a junior at Alito. He, he started as a slot guy last year. Extremely fast, extremely athletic, but only six feet tall, right at six foot. And that may be stretching it a little bit. But the Sooners are on him, but it's just very quiet right now. All right? So I may have blown it for him, but uh, uh, for Levy. But uh, I'll, I'll put, I just wanted to put that on your radar, all right? 
I appreciate that. And, and to be honest, I'm really looking forward to Jeff Levy's offense. We've seen what he did at UCF. We saw what he did at Ole Miss. And I was always fascinated with Coach Brown's offense down at Baylor. And, of course, Philip Montgomery, who was the head coach at Tulsa. And, you know, Philip had a big role in that Baylor offense as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays at Oklahoma. There's going to be some talented playmakers around. Uh, offensive line is, uh, you know, a little raw. But I think that Bill Beatonbow is one of the best offensive line coaches out there. So I really am looking forward to to coach Levy and, and how he uses this offense. It's going to be a fun, fun to see it evolve. Yeah. Speaking of Tulsa, we're looking forward to seeing Jackson player line up for the Baylor bears. And there's another uh, Tulsa great. And then Tyler Smith's going to be starting for the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, your local team putting out some nice players. Listen, I love Tulsa. I got family there. So Eric, one of these days, I'll look you up when I get into town and I, I got to go see that blue whale or whatever it is out. I saw some commercial about it. And I'm like, I've been to Tulsa a million times and have never seen that thing. So I got to go see it the next time I'm in town. Matt, it's in Catoosa, Oklahoma. There's another name for you, Catoosa. That's, that's <laughs> where the well is. So you'll, have to, you'll enjoy it. it. It's a cool sight. It's something different, that's for sure. <laughs> Eric, thank you, and uh, best of luck uh, at this uh, weekend series. Uh, enjoy following you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Matt, as always, it's great to talk to you, and have a good weekend, okay? All right, you do the same. There he goes, Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Good guy. And uh, does a good job covering those Sooners. Okay, we got to talk Longhorns now. From the Sooners to the Longhorns, those Texas Longhorns went out and found them a quarterback. Maybe one of the greatest recruiting wins in school history. We got to give it to them. And we'll talk to a longtime uh, uh, Longhorns beat writer Brian Davis next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts. They service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. 
Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. College World Series Oklahoma moves to the finals beating AM 5 1. Arkansas pushes to an elimination game beating Ole Miss 3 2. Razorbacks and Rebels this afternoon. Winner faces OU in the finals this weekend. In the Stanley Cup, Avalanche beats the Lightning in overtime 3 2. Colorado leads the series 3 1. Game 5 tomorrow night. Former Baltimore Raven Tony Saragusa, the Goose, has died at the age of 55. NBA draft tonight at 7. Mavericks have the 26 pick. First have three picks in the first round at 9, 20, and 25. Astros sweep the Mets with a 5-3 win. Astros and Yankees start a series tonight, 6-05 first pitch. Rangers sweep the Phillies, winning 4-2 yesterday. Rangers had the day off before hosting the Nationals tomorrow night. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show. We're rolling on a Thursday. Thank you, Central National Bank, for being our presenting sponsor, our fearless leader. And um, I tell you, a long-time buddy of mine uh, down there covers University of Texas, went to University of Texas, and today uh, was able to bear witness to one of the great days in uh, Texas football history. I mean, it's crazy. Because there have been many great days, but it's been some lean times recently. Brian Davis, good to have you back on. And I got to say, man, I, I want you to put this in perspective. I was trying to think back to some of the great battles, even going back to Daryl versus Switzer and all those things back in the day. But to get Arch Manning, I mean, this is this had to be, you talk about a shot in the arm. Uh, what's the... What's the feeling like the, in in Austin right now? And is this a kind of a jubilant? Could we could we see people out celebrating on Sixth Street this evening? Fifty three veer pass or fourth and five or roll left or Kevin Durant or the Directors Cups. 
I don't want to hear anything about any of that, okay? Because the University of Texas has landed a high school junior who will be a senior in the fall. There's no doubt about it. They might as well just stop playing football. If I am a Baylor Bear fan, I might as well go ahead, call the Big 12. Hey, listen, we're not going to play this year. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> Bears are coming out firing. They'll be okay. The young Blake Shapin <laughs> is a yes, flamethrower. Yes, they'll, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. You, yes. Yeah, we're going to hang in there. But, I mean, I, 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 it is just fascinating. With Quinn Ewers, I mean, that was kind of a big announcement because that was a transfer portal situation. He was one of the biggest recruits in years out of high school. And then Arch Manning makes that look like child's play. Arch, because no, of the doubt. family pedigree, is is at a whole different level. But I, I got to say, what do you think, from what you can tell, and, and you've already talked to Arch's high school coach, you've done some great reporting already, what do you think was like the big difference? It really seems like this University of Texas quarterback's coach played an integral role in this. Uh, and and I, I love that quote you had from uh, – from Arch's high school coach where the guy said he's talked to the he's talked to the UT quarterbacks coach more than his wife over the last couple of years I mean this has been priority number one for the Texas Longhorns it really has and you, you got to give Sark a lot of uh he's he's either he's either crazy crafty or just just crazy stupid one of the two because <laughs> to put because here's the thing you know, Matt, you, you know this. Any coach knows this with recruiting. You know, you cast you cast a wide net because you want to get okay. If we want to get, you know, if we want to get one particular position, we need to offer maybe you know ten guys or twelve twelve players, whatever. You're looking for that one player. But Steve Sarkeesian went literally all in on one player, only one for the class of 2023, and that was Arch Manning. And you know now. It's obvious to say, well, that was a safe gamble. And you know what? It kind of was because Quinn Ewers uh, still has four years of eligibility left. Malik Murphy is coming in. He, he's a freshman. He's got four years of eligibility. He hasn't started his clock yet. Um, Hudson Card is an experienced player. And you can always go to the transfer portal. So, you know, if you shoot at Arch Manning and you miss, you know, it's not like it's going to completely shoot the wheels off the entire program. Okay. However, if you shoot at Arch Manning and you land, now you have sent a shockwave through your fan base. You've sent a shockwave through the conference, and you have sent a message to every other recruit in America, hey, maybe I need to take another look at Texas. I like that. I like that what you said, I, I, that other recruits now, now Arch becomes maybe one of your best recruiters uh, for this 2023 class. I mean, this is this is really exciting. Now, what were all some of the – in Arch's family, and obviously his dad, for everybody that wonders, wait, which one is Arch? Well, Cooper is his dad, and then his uncles, Correct. obviously, and grandfather are very, very famous. But did, did, do you feel like the family kind of really did – take kind of a hands-off approach hey let's let arch this kid's obviously extremely talented people have been following him probably since he was in sixth or seventh grade what have you sensed has been kind of the 
the like who is it the is it the high school coach like who other than his father has Arch really been leaning on through this because it feels like to me the family kind of stood back and said hey Arch this is your life this is your decision and Arch has obviously decided uh, Texas is the place for him no I I honestly think that is exactly it you know when when you when you think about all the things that Archie, uh, Peyton, Eli, and Cooper have gone through in their life. Um, I absolutely believe that that they were not going to steer Arch in any major way, other than other than guide him through the process, right? Um, you know, and, and I'm sure that and I'm sure that that uh, that the that Cooper and his wife probably did some due diligence on some certain things, you know, behind the scenes or whatnot. You know, coaches obviously reach out and talk to parents. You know, when they're not allowed to talk to the players, things like that, um, you know, because of recruiting rules and whatnot. So I, I can see that I can see that the parents and, and the famous, you know, uncles, you know, maybe caught a lot of uh, did a little middleman work. But everything that I've heard and read, including talking with uh, Newman, the Newman High School coach, uh, Nelson Stewart today, um, this was all driven by Arch himself. And, you know, Anyone who has had an athlete go through this process, I'm telling you, man, it has to be their choice. And they will tell you if, if, if it's not the athlete's choice, they're going to be miserable, right? And, and, that, and that's whether you're Arch Manning or you're the 85th player on the roster. You know, the parents have to step aside at some point and say, look, this is your life. Where do, what do you want to do? And um, I think Arch really should be, you know, you should really tip his cap to him and how much due diligence he did do on other schools. He did go to Georgia. He did go to Alabama. Uh, but he's been to Texas a lot, both through unofficial uh, and the official visit that was just last weekend. So, um, you know, we're coming up on a dead period, uh, Matt, in in, um, in in recruiting where coaches are basically, you know, unal- they're not allowed to talk to anybody because they want a vacation too. And I really do think he wanted to get this done before his high school senior year started. And uh, now he can just totally focus on that and, and basically go have fun his last year in high school. Have you, talking to Brian Davis, Austin American Statesman, uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, have you put your eyes on Arch yet? I'm trying to remember back to, like you said, he's, he has visited Texas. He's been in town. Have you been in the presence of the young <laughs> Arch Manning yet? I've been in the presence of Cooper while he was in the uh, while he was in Moncrief while he was in the building. Okay, um, but but you, you know how it is, man. It's like uh, you know they sneak those they sneak those uh, pl- recruits in. Like all of a sudden, these people have national secrets and whatnot. Um, you know, you need the Da Vinci Code to figure out where they're hiding them to serve them a chicken fried steak, practically. But <laughs> I, I just I just think that. Uh, you know, th- th- there's been no secret if you if you track the recruiting sites. Um, you know, the recruiting sites have been pretty good about keeping track of where he's been and where they're going. And um, so, so it's so it's been it's been real easy to see how much how much work they have put in the Mannings have put in behind the scenes. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's amazing. It's funny to look. You know, now I've I've seen some of the sometimes he looks like he delivers the ball a little more like Peyton. I would say, um, and then I was looking at the, I was trying to look at his high school number. What was he wearing? Sixteen, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, 16, and, and yeah. So yeah, I, and but ESPN now has bumped Texas up 
from, let's see, previously they were ranked 16. This has taken them to 10th. I would have thought this would have vaulted them even higher. What I get, I do get a kick out of, um, do you know what Big 12 team is ahead of them in the top 10 on, in the ESPN rankings, Brian? I have no idea. Probably number one. I don't know. No, no. I, I'm saying which uh, which Big Twelve team is is ahead of the uh, uh, of the Texas Longhorns, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Your oh, old the Red pride and okay, you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they got them at number six, uh, and uh, but now they dropped them sadly. Their previous ranking was number four, <laughs> largely because uh, Joey is bringing in a ton of guys and, and everything. So. Uh, what do you think the current like? What will this do? The even like this year's quarterback room. We think Ewers is going to win that job. Hudson Card was a great recruit, but he's likely going to uh, not win the job against Quinn Ewers. What? How do you think the arrival and and uh, and in the pomp and circumstance that is Arch Manning on the way? What do you? How? What do you? What do you think the reaction is going to be uh, in this quarterback room at University of Texas? I, 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 well, first off, let me say that if you are any athlete of any caliber, okay, and you are going to a major power five school, you probably anticipated competition somewhere, right? I mean, you are not going to be an elite level quarterback where they just give you the keys to the in, to the car and, and tell everybody else to get lost, right? I mean, you have to earn it. Whether you're Quinn Ewers, you have to earn it. Whether you're Arch Manning, you got to earn it, right? And it's like it's Steve Sarkeesian's job to get all these people in a room and let them sort of battle it out, right? I mean, we say this all the time. You know, what, what current college athletes don't understand or, or what they don't really process is that these coaches are paid millions of dollars to find someone who is better than you, okay? That's, what, that's all recruiting is. They are paid to find someone who is better than you, right? And, you know, that's why this is a year-to-year deal. I mean, yeah, you get four years of education, but you're only guaranteed one year of actual play on the field, right? So you've got to make it count uh, when it happens. When you, when you get, you've got to put the work in so that when it is your time, you've got to be ready. And, you know, to get back to the quarterback question, a lot of people here think that Quinn Ewers is going to be the starter, whether that's in the opener, I don't know. Uh, whether that's uh, post Alabama, we'll see. But um, you know, I, I am of the opinion that Quinn Ewers did not transfer here to sit the bench, right? Um, you know, it, I go back; it's the old Trevor Lawrence thing. Trevor Lawrence was not drafted to sit the bench, right? You get the Jags, put him on the field, and let's see what happens. Um, and I think that's going to be the same with Quinn. But I'm telling you, I, I, Malik Murphy has a super high upside. I think. Uh, don't dis don't discount him. Um, you know, Hudson Card to me is the guy who has to kind of show that he still belongs in the mix. Well, everyone saw what happened last year. He needs to show that he's had a big off season. So there's going to be lots of great, great questions, um, you know, in training camp and especially as we get into next year, because, you know, Matt, you know, we've all seen it. The decade of, just quarterback mediocrity that they've had, you know, really before Bouchelle and then Ellinger. I mean, it was, it was brutal. It was brutal for a while. And so, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the fact that Texas has multiple, multiple uh, choices right now, that's pretty good. Well, buddy, uh, I know you've had a lot of stuff to cover. 
uh, Austin American Statesman has asked you to produce some videos. I know you love doing that, just putting together some quick videos. And Listen, that's these your... <laughs> director's cups, they don't win themselves, okay? These director's <laughs> cups do not win themselves, all right? I, these, I, I... These, Hollywood does not, you know, Hollywood just doesn't turn for talent. You got to take the talent to Hollywood. That's what we're doing. Well, it's a uh, it has been a great non-revenue uh, year for the uh, Longhorns. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, <laughs> no lie. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, I I don't want the focus to be off of the Baylor win over Texas in recruiting yesterday with Jacoby Walter. From McKinney High School, choosing the Bears over the Longhorns. I feel like the arch is going to overshadow that. But let's not forget <laughs> the the greatness of Jacoby Walter is now headed to Waco. Well, to, as you know how much I do and don't cover recruiting, I'm going to say I, I'm sure you are correct. <laughs> That's right. I appreciate that. I've been trying to get you to say that for, for years. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian. Have a good, uh, have a great weekend. Okay, and uh, we right. will uh, we'll talk to you soon. There you go, Sickum. Oh, oh, nice, nice. I appreciate that. There he goes, Brian Davis, beat writer for the Austin American Statesman. All right, we're gonna sell, do something really cool right now. It is a huge day in college athletics. Uh, in well, this uh, this. Uh, also uh, affected pro sports, all kinds of things. An enormous day uh, for women in sports. 50th anniversary of Title IX. And uh, Fee Mulkey, uh, who just keeps winning national titles for the Bears, joins us next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. (laughs) They don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you get start by giving us a call at 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. Keep going. Jimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, fixitjimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. (laughs) Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, thank you, Central National Bank, for what you do. Fee Mulkey, you hear uh, Felicia Mulkey on uh, with uh, John Morris a lot. And John Morris and I both love going to those acro and tumbling. Uh, and I have been in touch with uh, Coach Mulkey over the years. It's just such a incredible sport that she presides over. But... Um, Fee, I was excited to get to visit with you today, uh, and uh, that's uh, uh, John usually covers that sport, and he does it really well. But what a what a uh, it's fun to have you, and what a what a special day it is that we're uh, we're celebrating. Yes, thank you so much for having me on, and I agree. This is uh, it's a pretty big day. The fiftieth anniversary of Title Nine, and uh, in fact, I'm going to be watching tonight on the Longhorn Channel. I usually try not to watch that channel, but it's going to be <laughs> something about uh, Jody Conrad, a Baylor grad, by the way. Hello. Coach, I think we lost Matt. We will get oh, him yeah. back in just a second. Okay. If you would, though, talk a little bit about about Title IX and and how it's affected your sport in particular, as far as giving so many extra opportunities to the athletes that compete in acro and tumbling. Yeah, I am so grateful every day, but especially today. I mean, the the movement and all of those that did all of the work, you know, 50 years ago and before that. I mean, it actually happened 50 years ago, but they worked for years and years. Um, to get Title IX 
uh, passed, and I think it was 37 words, is actually what changed the course of history um, in Title IX. And, and what it, you know, our sport is created specifically to meet interests and abilities of young women um, that were not there before. So here we are, you know, 50 years later, and we started the sport 12, 13 years ago. So 40 years after Title IX was invented, not only are we increasing opportunities in sports that already existed, you know, with volleyball and soccer and, and basketball, et cetera, um, but we're creating new opportunities that did not exist before. And that's all due to the women um, that worked on that. So I'm basically standing on their shoulders, and I hope that I can do work during my lifetime so that the next generation can stand on ours and, and take it even farther. All right. I, I dropped out for a second. I, I was like, wait, what? Did I say something to uh, Coach Mulkey didn't like? And then I had suddenly, suddenly I, I realized that I had dropped out. But I'm, I'm back with you now. It is uh, Fee Mulkey on with us. Baylor Acro and Tumbling Coach. She just keeps winning these national titles. And I heard you talking there about standing on the shoulders of other women and, 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 and what's being done. And I don't know where I cut out with you, but I, I, I just, it's, it's amazing. I'm wondering who, as you were growing up, and, and when you were a little girl, and it wasn't that long ago, uh, it, you know, who were, who were the women that you were looking up to? I mean, when I think about uh, trailblazers, I even think about uh, Nancy Lieberman in basketball, Cheryl Miller, you know, some of the women's basketball. That I just remember thinking, man, that's cool. And I think you'd have to go back to, oh, man, maybe the 19... 19- 70s with some of those players that I'm mentioning but it it was there was just no hope of like playing in a pro league and it's really cool now that somebody can come to Baylor and be great at basketball and have a chance to go play in pros in the pros and I we need to keep making advancements I'm just curious from from you coach Mulkey who did you really look up to and 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 who grabs your attention when you were uh, an athlete, uh, you know, trying to find your way? You know, I was started out as a gymnast um, and ended up in cheerleading because gymnastics is really, it's really expensive. And cheerleading is now back when I was younger, I won't date myself too much, but it wasn't that (laughs) expensive. But my family didn't, you know, couldn't keep me in gymnastics the way that you needed to, to go to that next level. But the person that I think about is Mary Lou Retton, um, Mm. because that was, I'm from a tiny little town in Georgia and didn't get to see, I guess, a lot. Didn't do a lot of traveling. But what was the one thing we all saw in 1984 in the Olympics when, you know, when they were here in the United States? And it was Mary Lou Retton. And she, and ironically, I was able to coach her daughter for a couple of years who went and graduated here from Baylor, her oldest daughter, Shayla. And she continues to be an inspiration. And she is supportive. You know, uh, my sport is not exactly collegiate gymnastics, nor did we want it to be. We wanted to create new opportunities. And Mary Lou, it supports us to this day and supports the sport and our movement. But anytime I think about, you know, it's kind of like if, if you can see it, you can be it. And, um, you know, we all watched her take over the world. So, we, you know, we did it maybe in a little bit different way, but, but we kind of followed in her footsteps and trying to make an impact. And our sport's not in the Olympics. There's no major league of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that a little bit of that is the beauty of it right now. You know, there won't be <laughs> a major league of it while, probably in my lifetime. Um, but right now the beauty of our sport is these women really are doing it for the love of the sport and they are really taking advantage of these opportunities. I always joke with John and say, you know, the entitlement hasn't really hit our sport yet. It's really just all gratitude (laughs) and hopefully I'll retire (laughs) before the entitlement hits acrobatics and tumbling. 
Are you saying that you're you're not uh, looking in the transfer portal every day, and and maybe you're not <laughs> dealing quite as much with NIL as some of these other sports? Oh man, you know the transfer portal <laughs> exists for us, and NIL exists for us, but it is definitely at a different level and a different pressure. And I I think of our other sports at Baylor all the time, and I'm uh, I'm grateful to be where I am. I definitely don't feel the pressures that they're feeling right now. It is. Uh, it's amazing to think of of the opportunities and how much it's grown. There still needs to be a lot done. I, I remember the NCAA women's tournament. I think it was in San Antonio, and it was you know the NCAA ended up looking ridiculous because they didn't have any kind of weight equipment, anything close to the men. So you know, do you, do you feel like sometimes um, fee that it's it's kind of like a uh, a couple of steps forward and then a couple of steps back. I think it's a reminder that over these last 50 years, while there's been progress, it's not like some straight line. It's like a lot of other things in society. It's 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 steady progress and then a couple of steps back every once in a while. And and that's why I think it's important that everybody, you know, keep and, and by the way, for men, it's important for men to also get involved and support women and 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 honestly it shouldn't take having a daughter to make you do that for some of us uh, Cretans maybe it does I've got a 14 year old she's way into cheerleading uh, and uh, and she's dan- she's a she's a dancer in a dance company in the Dallas Fort Worth area so sometimes it takes that but it, it is it's it's I guess what I'm saying is it's it's not that straight line is it where it's like okay this year we've made these huge advancements it it's just been steady work and I, I think back to the great ones like Billie Jean King and others mm-hmm. and the sacrifices folks made at that level it, it's it, people are still doing important work but boy, back then there was nobody really helping them that much. Absolutely, they're the pioneers for sure, and I do agree with you. It's not a straight line. I'm pretty optimistic about things and want to believe that when things are um, when things happen happen and, and they're brought to our attention, that it's an opportunity for awareness, and then with awareness comes change. So you know, I I would like to believe that they're not things you know purposely being done to hold women back. I don't want to believe that. What I want to believe is the world's changing and we're continuing to evolve. And every time we have the opportunity to talk about it, even the, in, the thing with uh, the, in, the women's tournament in San Antonio, um, that was that that brought awareness to a lot of people that was, you know, that were not already aware of what's going on and, and this constant kind of not kind of struggle. And we, we've come a long way. We have a long way to go. One of the fun things I like to do with my team is go, when did you know? And, uh, and they'll say, when did we know what, when did you know you wanted to be an acrobatics and tumbling athlete? And I say this because we take it for granted that basketball and, and baseball and softball and soccer, all those sports are around and they're athletes that know from the time they can walk that this is what they're going to do. Some of my athletes, our sport is so new. They don't know yeah. about it until they're in the 10th grade in high school. They don't know about it until they're in the 11th grade. So when I'm coaching and I say, when did you know? And they say, oh, coach, I knew as soon as I could walk, this is what I wanted to do. <laughs> I might retire then. But, you know, just, <laughs> you just have so far to go. But I think people take for granted that these opportunities were always there. And I try to teach my team, these, you know, these opportunities for you were not here 13 years ago. And I think even, you know, all of those traditional sports, I think it's, it's important for all of us to constantly be aware and just be reminded these opportunities weren't always here, and, and someone fought for that, for us to be here, and someone fought for these opportunities. So I just try to keep it 
positive and optimistic and then, you know, try to educate as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, the Baylor didn't have an equestrian team for many, many years. And it's suddenly they do, you know, and they're, they're one of the greatest equestrian teams in the country. And, and that's a really interesting perspective that uh, you're sharing. I'm curious, when you are, are out recruiting and looking at what you're trying to build do you find yourself looking more uh, at cheerleading backgrounds or gymnastics, or is it is it does it really kind of need to be a combination? Because I I am uh, I I see some of the cheerleaders are incredible at uh, at tumbling. Some of them go try out for cheerleading and have no tumbling background, so they have to have strength in other areas. I I guess the one thing you would say about acro and tumbling, you can't you can't. There's no way you can do it without a tumbling background. But I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that that is. Thank you for asking that. That's such a great question. There, actually, my team is pretty much right down the middle. Fifty percent artistic gymnastics background, and some acrobatic gymnastics, some power tumbling. There's different dis- disciplines, and then fifty percent cheerleading background. And a lot of times, what we found is cheerleaders. I mean, they're gymnasts. They tumble and and. I mean, if you think about the athletic aspects of cheerleading, it's tumbling and acrobatics. But um, it's about 50-50. So when I go out and recruit, and there's actually probably about four athletes on my team who I will never ask to do a flip. That's how strong they are. So there are wow. people in acrobatics and tumbling that you may not, you, they may not ever do a tumbling pass. And um, I had, I think, one of our All-Americans this year. Yes, for two years, freshman All-American, and then was an All-American this year, does not tumble. So the beauty, I think, one of the beauty, I, I love our sport, I'm a little biased, but the beauty of it is, you know, you can come in and specialize and you can come in and do, you know, just one one piece of it. You can be an outstanding tumbler. You can be an outstanding base. We have a little top on our team right now. Her name is Jordan Grendler. She's a freshman or, or just finished her freshman year and she's an acrobatic gymnast. And if you saw any of our meets this year, she's the one standing on one arm. She does not tumble. So I go out, when I go out and look, um, it's kind of what position I want to fill. So if I were recruiting for basketball, do I need a point guard? You know, do, if I'm recruiting for football, do I need a quarterback? Do I need this? Do I need a running back? So I'm also looking for different positions too. And those different positions come from different backgrounds within um, gymnastics. And there's all different disciplines of gymnastics. And then also potentially from competitive cheer. So I love what for me right now going out and recruiting, and this will change one day as well, but when I get to go out and recruit or I do an educational session at a gym where I'm talking to parents and coaches and athletes about these opportunities that are out there, the most fun for me is watching their eyes light up because even some of these gymnasts, they think their competition career is over when they graduate from high school and they're done with club gymnastics. These cheerleaders think, you know, they're, they're competition careers over and when I come in and talk about the opportunities that this sport offers they their eyes go oh my goodness I can do this I can continue and not only can I continue to do this I can continue to do it at a high level with Baylor Bear you know Baylor on my back (laughs) so we it is really cool to be able to just not only coach all of these young women but introduce it to so many young women that don't even come to Baylor so when we go out and talk and educate um, we can only take, you know, 10 or 12 athletes a year. I talked to over we 200, you know, each year. And we just try to, very collaborative organization, we try to help them go somewhere and find their fit in college. Because while I think, I think Baylor is the best place to be, not everybody can be here. So we try to send them off to other schools where they can go and we can compete with them and they can continue through their college career. Fee Mulkey joining us, acro and tumbling uh, head coach. I love that other places are trying to, 
put plans together to knock off Baylor at all times. I mean, that's I become like a, <laughs> a thing around the country. How can we put a squad? And so that, I mean, you have a huge target, but I, I would think that's a uh, that's a great source of pride. Let me ask you this, by the way. Who's the great, uh, who would you say are like the biggest pioneers or the biggest pioneer for you in this sport, and by the way, you can name yourself if you <laughs> in that because uh, certainly you are someone that a lot of people look to now. But who who are you able to to learn the most from along the way? Well, I was part of the group that created it. So there were six schools that started the sport um, when we all got together to, and we realized this opportunity. And there was a group of college administrators and college coaches. And I was at the University of Oregon at, at the time. And my administrator was Renee Baumgartner. She's now the athletic director at Santa Clara. Uh, Baylor University uh, was one of the first schools. Nancy Post was very instrumental in getting this started. She's on our Baylor staff now. Um, Quinnipiac University, Marianne Powers is their coach there, and she was part of it. And then uh, Azusa Pacific in Southern California and Fairmont State in West Virginia. The coaches from all of our schools got together, and we created it. We're the only sport in history that is has was created for women by women. We do not have a male counterpart, if you think about it. Every other NCAA sport has a male counterpart. We do not have a male counterpart, um, and we're the only sport since football that was created at the collegiate level and that has trickled down to the youth level. So even though we are recruiting from all these different skill sets, there's actually acrobatics and tumbling, youth acrobatics and tumbling programs and gyms popping up all across the country because of this wild idea we had, you know, 13 years ago. So um, <laughs> you, don't very, you don't very often get the opportunity to start something from scratch and, and then get to live it out. So. I feel pretty blessed. Yeah, I would say so. And and you have uh, you're over the best program in the country. Thirteen years. I mean, that is uh, that's really something in the whole scope of thinking about this fifty year anniversary. So that's uh, that's a, that's really neat. Love visiting with you. I as you were uh, talking about Fairmont State, I was like, wait, I, I remember somebody from Fairmont State. And there's a player on the men's basketball team right now that that transferred yeah. in, Dell Bonner <laughs> from Fairmont State. And I was like, wait, I know somebody from there but uh it is it is kind of interesting to see the schools that 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 started this and then they've continued obviously to be really good at it and i guess if y'all came up with the sport you better be good at it and i'm glad baylor (laughs) i'm glad baylor looked to oregon and said hey we need to go get the best and uh it's been a uh it's been a tremendous run and uh i I just hope it. Uh, I hope it keeps going. Well, it's a really cool day, and uh, I've enjoyed reading some things. And I'm going to watch something tonight, and because uh, Jody Conrad and that whole thing kind of interests me. Uh, and uh, by the way, Jody went to Baylor. She's a Baylor graduate, uh, so that's always kind of cool. But uh, thank you for taking the time. I was uh, I was down there covering uh, Mitch Thompson, the new baseball head coach, and I said to one of my buddies. Uh, Kevin Gall, I said, who would be the best person, uh, you know, to talk about this 50th anniversary? And I want you to say he immediately said your name. Uh, so I, I thought uh, I would I wanted to pass along. Uh, he was the one who who uh, who recommended you uh, immediately. So I'll give him some props for that. Well, thank you, Kevin. And thank you for having me on and just bringing awareness to the anniversary of Title IX and to our sport. It's truly appreciated. So thank you so much for having me.
You bet. Can't wait to see you guys when we get going again. And uh, there she goes, Fee Mulkey, uh, the uh, coach of the – well, they just keep winning national titles. And so I need to make sure I'm, I'm up to date on how many they have now. But it's been an incredible run for Baylor, Acro, and Tumbling. And if you're like me and you have a kid who does a lot of tumbling and cheerleading and all that, it's just really, really neat to see that opportunity for young women as we celebrate 50 years of, uh, of, of Title IX uh, coming to pass. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little about the Baylor baseball program. Mitch Thompson, you'll get to hear some exclusive audio of Mitch. We'll do it next. Congratulations to the state champion Crawford softball team from ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Calmet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Calmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. A lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free-fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. 
But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series Oklahoma moves to the finals beating A&M 5-1. Arkansas pushes to an elimination game beating Ole Miss 3-2. Razorbacks and Rebels this afternoon. Winner faces OU in the finals this weekend. In the Stanley Cup, Avalanche beats the Lightning in overtime 3-2. Colorado leads the series 3-1. Game 5 tomorrow night. Former Baltimore Raven Tony Saragusa, the Goose, has died at the age of 55. NBA draft tonight at 7. Mavericks have the 26 pick. Spurs have three picks in the first round at 9, 20, and 25. Astros sweep the Mets with a 5-3 win. Astros and Yankees start a series tonight, 6-05 first pitch. Rangers sweep the Phillies winning 4-2 yesterday. Rangers had the day off before hosting the Nationals tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show. Busy, busy Thursday. And uh, Ole Miss, golly, the pitcher had a uh, four-hitter and uh, four-hit uh, game and, and just an amazing uh, – and, and sits down a uh, uh, an Arkansas team that put out its best pitcher, put out its ace. Both teams did. And Ole Miss's ace came through. And they get a 2 nothing win, and it'll be Ole Miss and the Oklahoma Sooners uh, facing off in the championship series. We had the uh, OU beat writer for the Tulsa World on earlier, Eric Bailey. Thought that was really good. And um, it's been a fun day. We Arch Manning has now gone to Texas, and we also were all uh, hands on deck. John Morris, Tom Barfield, the uh, – the uh, program director here at ESPN Central Texas and a former radio voice of Baylor baseball. He uh, he was out there broadcasting from the site of Mitch Thompson being announced as the new head coach of the Baylor Bears. Mitch, uh, really very heartfelt words today. Good to hear from Mac Rhodes. Good to see Mac. And then um, uh, afterwards, I was kind of glad as I appreciate Max Calderon and and the whole group out there, the uh, the 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 folks that are the uh, sports information directors, that department does a nice job. And uh, afterwards, uh, I had an opportunity to join some of my uh, favorite local TV reporters and others. I think Bryce was in there doing his thing. Jerry Hill, the uh, the uh, longtime uh, uh, Baylor writer, we were all in there, kind of asking some questions of Mitch Thompson, and I wanted to share some of that with you. I wanted to uh, wanted you to hear, maybe tomorrow we'll let you hear, Mitch had a really, uh, I, I loved some of the things he had to say today in the, um, you know, kind of when he was talking in front of the whole crowd. But this is what we're about to share with you is from some of the uh, 
the, the, the questions the media had for him immediately following the news conference. Here it is. But we're going to take what we get. Right now, we're going to maximize the heck out of it, and we're going to try and create some opportunities to to do some things in the future. But I'm not worried about any of that right now. I want to I want to get to know these kids. I want to help each one of them maximize their abilities. I want to bring in new guys uh, that can help 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 us win a lot of games. If we take care of our business, we put fans in the stands. Anything, anything and everything we need, these guys will support for, or, or you know, give us, no doubt. But you guys that you've gotten from, you know, prior players and everything, thousands of tech. What does that mean to you? You know that you have such a strong support group and love. It's been, it's been overwhelming, and uh, you know, for all of those guys who did send one of those thousand texts and wonder why I haven't responded, I actually had a, a guy shoot me a second text probably three or four days later. I hadn't even seen the first one. Uh, we did. We got a thousand text messages, but he said, he said, so now you're, uh, now you're big timing me, huh? No, you know, oh my gosh. Well, no, I'm not big timing you, but I, I can only do so much. My thumbs, I'm, I got carpal tunnel going in my whole, my, you know, I mean, uh, we're working on it. Take offense yeah. that you haven't. Uh, you shouldn't take offense that I haven't communicated with you <laughs> or thanked you or any of that. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, we're going to get with them. I've still got it to do. But like I said, it's been uh, it's been hitting the ground running. So, it, but it means the world to me. Um, those are friends. Those are people who care about you. And the former players to hear from them and to hear their excitement um, that means as much to me as anything. Max said something uh, to me about a new clubhouse perhaps being on the docket. I don't know how quickly that'll happen, but as you were walking around out the other day and taking it all in, are you already thinking of, okay, we need to do this? We need to make some changes here? You know, you know, we've got great facilities. If you, if you, but like I said, you know, if you remember the first time when we came back in 1995, uh, my first experience at Baylor on the field. There was a seven-foot-tall sunflower growing at third base, okay? All right? That's that's a fact. And I thought, I'm coming from Auburn and a College World Series program, and I'm going, what have we done? Um, so, yeah, what do we have now? Give me a break. We don't have any problems. We don't have any issues. Uh, we've got what we need. Uh, as we continue to build the program, these guys will support us, and they'll build us anything and anything and everything we need. But we're going to take care of our business first and worry about the rest later. As you're back at Baylor, are you excited about maybe reconnecting other people back to the program as well? Oh, no question. I mean, the heart of the order people, uh, you know, all of the folks around around the community, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be shocked if the heart of the order is not growing exponentially already. Uh, I'd be shocked if, uh, if they haven't heard from folks around town who are saying we want to get back involved. You know, I've... And I, you know, like I said, I'm going to ask. I want them there, man. Uh, I mean, I want them. I want them to be proud of this program. And we have so much going here at the university right now. I mean, um, you know, when when we first came years ago, we didn't have a we didn't have a really successful football program or a really successful basketball program to help us recruit to and and for Baylor people to be proud of. Right now, I mean, how could we have it any better? How could we have it any better? Men's and women's basketball conference champion, football conference champion. My goal is going to be to try and make baseball 
conference champions and competing for those kind of championships as well. And I know that we'll have the resources to do that. And do you have you been watching the uh, the College World Series a little bit? And does it get your juices flowing? You were talking about maybe getting back to Omaha. Well, as a coach, as a coach, when when you're when you're playing at the Division One level and you've been to the World Series, you you don't watch it very often when you're not there because it just hurts too much. You know, it's kind of like this is where we're all trying to get to and let's uh, let's take advantage of this time. Let's get out on the road and go see other players and do what we need to do. Uh, I have not, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I've got a brother up there. I've got three former players up there. You know, two guys at Oklahoma are going to be playing for the national championship. Good for them. You know, if, uh, if Arkansas wins today that my brother and and and, a, and another former player are going to get a chance to compete for those things you know I'm, I'm pulling for all of them but i haven't watched a single pitch i mean it just it hasn't happened uh I'll, i guess they'll tell me who wins when it's all over uh but you know we're just going to hit the ground running and try and get us back there uh and you know golly when you've been here once you know you know how special it is so i can't wait to go back how MCC prepared you for this moment? In, in what ways? Well, at MCC, I mean, you know, you, you always think that you're uh, you're ready, and I was. But when you're truly the boss, then you're the boss, and you are the decision maker, and you're the last line of defense, and it's gonna. What are we gonna do, coach? You have to tell me. It's not that. Well, that's a good idea, coach. Uh, you know, I had to follow the academic progress of the kids. I had to develop the relationships. We had to continue to recruit. We had to, I had to order the equipment. I had to, you know, uh, help plan the team travel, all of that stuff. Those are all things that, that will help you when you get here. I'm just so thankful that we have so many other people around that can help us here. And I'll be honest with you, I was blessed beyond measure at MCC. The assistant coaches we had, off the chart. Great guys, hardworking, bought in. Uh, the administration, off the chart. But it's a lot. And so how did it prepare me? It just showed me everything that's going to need to be done. And now I'm going to be a much better delegator now than I was over there. How about that? <laughs> I have that one last question. The one that I asked um, up there, but you know, your heart's always been at Baylor, and you always, you know, you said that you kind of, uh, you know, rolling with the punches. You didn't give up on your dream of being here. So the lesson that that shows to your players about, you know, not giving up. Yeah. No. Uh... This place is special. We didn't leave. We could have left. We had we had opportunities to leave, but family was important to me, and I wanted my girls to have a normal normal high school uh, experience. I didn't want to be dragging them to the next next college town just so Dad could have a job. And uh, God worked it out. I got a job scouting with the Royals. It was fantastic. Made great relationships. MCC opened up. They wanted me. I wanted them. You know, I've had three or four different jobs here in Waco in the time that we've been here, but my family hasn't had to move once. So, and you know, our support staff and everybody around us have helped take care of us. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's there's going to be things that happen in your life, and some things that happen to you sometimes that you wish didn't. And whether whether they're right or wrong or whatever, you look back and you think, I could have handled situations differently. And did I love? Did I did I realize what a blessing it was? And I'll tell you. You know, when, when I was no longer driving up to the Baylor ballpark every day for work, I realized, man, I had it pretty good. Uh, and even though there were some little bumps in the road occasionally, I had it pretty good. 
Um, so you, you realize that, and I'm just so fortunate and blessed uh, that we're back. And uh, and I truly and I truly believe this. This doesn't happen. These guys went through a process. It was a thorough process. But it doesn't happen if God Almighty doesn't want it to happen. And so uh, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for the opportunity, and I can't wait to get it going. All right, the Lord has uh, looked down and and said, hey, let's get Mitch Thompson over on the Baylor campus. Let's return him. I, I do love, you know, Mitch started out, it's very heartfelt, and you can just tell it's genuine uh, with just saying God is good. And uh, he just does not come across as someone. Sometimes we see people and are like, okay, really? Uh, Mitch, I think, has lived it out. I think it's important to him. It's not something he just constantly wears on his sleeve or anything like that. But uh, uh, he has made a commitment over the years to stay in Central Texas. And even when he was with the Royals, he didn't have to 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 leave i'm sure he had meetings and all those kinds of things but he didn't have to leave waco and he's allowed his family to stay and his daughters have graduated got a couple of baylor graduates there. It's neat to see his family there and just a lot of people uh congratulations to everybody on the uh, uh on the search committee uh chad jackson good guy Good guy. He's been uh, the he's been over baseball for uh, about eleven years now. Loves the sport. And then some of the uh, Jake Baskin, I believe, was one of the guys on the search committee. There was another oh Cody, yeah Cody, who's over the business at Baylor. He served on it. Kevin Gall, great friend of this show, uh, frequent listener. I don't know if he wants me putting that out there, but he is very big, very supportive of the show. Uh, and um, had a nice hoodie on today, by the way. Looked very athletic. Had his son Gus with him. But a great uh, Don Rogers was there. It was a fun group that they put together that uh, did tremendous work. And uh, Mac gets a lot of credit, and um, and he should. He should, but he also defers and leans on a lot of people. And there were people out there that were gathering information, helping him out in that regard, and Max Calderon. David Kay and others were involved. I saw Katie Gilmore out there today, Madeline Allen. Um, it is uh, it's a good group, good group that they've put together, and uh, we really appreciate uh, Colin Pirtle. Uh, didn't, uh, Krista wasn't there, but uh, Colin Pirtle, a good guy, track and field. I don't want to leave anybody out, but uh, really good stuff there. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll have more as uh, – as the week unfolds, it's already unfolded a lot. We only have one more day tomorrow. Uh, I am going to head. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to get away for a little while next week. Although not all the way, I'll still sound off every day and say hello to you. But I'm going to turn some of this over to Aaron. And uh, Aaron's a man who just does not require vacation. Never asked for vacation. Aaron, have you have you asked for just a couple of days off this summer? I mean, I'd like to see you. Uh, I know Tom doesn't want me to encourage this kind of behavior, but I'd like to see you get away at some point. Have you at least considered stepping away from the mic for a couple of days? Yeah, I will probably late July, early August. Okay. I mean, that doesn't, doesn't, you didn't say it with a lot of conviction, but, you know, give me those days. We'll we'll find a way to get through, and uh, and you – certainly have uh, have earned that. Aaron, anything, and we can save some of this tomorrow, uh, for tomorrow, 
as far as our Campus Confidential. Sadly, we did not. We just had so many great guests today. We didn't get to do our usual 440 segment. Aaron, anything out there? Obviously, Mitch Thompson, big news today. That was exciting. Do you want to update us a little bit on what I opened up with there, the College World Series? I know you probably were going to uh, maybe lead with that in Campus Confidential today. I understand the young man from Ole Miss just absolutely brought it today. Yeah, a uh, complete game, four-hit shutout as Ole Miss beats Arkansas 2 to nothing to advance to the College World Series finals where they will take on Oklahoma in a best-of-three series starting Saturday at 6 o'clock on ESPN. That's Oklahoma and Ole Miss for the national title, best two out of three, game one Saturday at 6 o'clock with games Sunday and Monday, if necessary, for the College World Series titles. A couple of recruiting notes for Baylor. You mentioned it earlier, but uh, ESPN Top 100 recruit Jacoby Walter a five-star prospect, ranked number 17 overall nationally in the 2023 class, uh, committed to Baylor basketball last year, uh, excuse me, yesterday on social media. So he will be here next year um, in seven games with Team Trey Young on the Adidas circuit this spring. He is averaging 22.9 points, 4.4 rebounds, shooting 38% from threes and, uh, Has a uh, oh, I lost my place there for a second. Sorry about that. <laughs> but anyway, Jacoby Walters, top twenty national prospect of uh, in the twenty twenty three recruiting class, has committed to Baylor for next year. Uh, in basketball recruiting news and in football recruiting news, real quick, uh, Mesquite Horn safety DJ Coleman becomes the fifteenth commitment for Baylor football this year in the twenty twenty three class. The uh, safety chose Baylor over. Indiana, Florida State, among his 16 offers, according to 24-7 Sports. So Baylor gets their 15th commitment for next year's class in Mesquite Horn safety, D.J. Coleman. I've got that, Aaron, as a bigger deal than Arch Manning, okay? going to Texas. I, I like D.J. Coleman, I really do, but uh, you, you might, you might want to wait a day or two to not have to be but, hey, whenever he wants to do it, it's an exciting time. It's great for his family. And I know what? The Baylor coaches don't care who else recruited to what other school. They got one today. They got a commitment, and I know they're incredibly excited about it. I noticed Alvin Brooks the third. Uh, Aaron, he, he likes to put those uh, gifts out there, you know, with like his face on other things. It's kind of funny what he likes to do out there. I get a kick out of it. But I think he played a big role. In fact, I read Jacoby Walter. And, Aaron, we were all over this because we had the McKinney High School coach. I was a little mad at ESPN because on their website, Aaron, I'm sure you noticed that, they said they called him whatever prep school that he hadn't even been to yet. It's like somewhere in Branson, Missouri. I guess he's going out there to see some of those Hee Haw shows. But he's going to go out there to the prep school, and I'm sure he'll have a nice time out there. But they said they called him whatever that thing's called, Link Tech or something, Link Prep. And and then it said he's from Texas. Well, it's very generic. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, if a, a, the reason everybody knows about him is because of what you said, Aaron. It's that AAU Trey Young team and his time uh, in junior high and high school at McKinney High School. 
Baylor has known about him since he was like a seventh grader. Uh, he they've been following him. He's six five. Can defend a lot of positions, and and just really really silky smooth player. And I I think it's great. I, seven the number seventeen recruit in the country. And Aaron, as I said yesterday on uh, Twitter, I mean that's pretty cool. From the Metroplex, they got Keontae George from Louisville, and by way of IMG Academy, and then um, and then I, I uh, and then Jacoby Walter from McKinney, and then they're also targeting they uh, this guy this guy Trey Johnson from Lake Highlands in uh, RISD in the Dallas area, the Richardson Independent School District. Unbelievable! I mean, he is. I think they got him listed as the number two guard in the country right now for 2024. If they land him, and his dad played at Baylor, Richard Johnson, around the time when I was at Baylor, unbelievable recruiting by Scott Drew and the staff. Way to go, guys. AD, Coach Jacus, Coach Brooks, way to go, guys. Tremendous, tremendous work. Uh, Coach Nunes uh, and Scott, of course. All right, the dismount is next. Congratulations to the state champion Valley Mills baseball team from ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's time for the Greater Hewitt Chamber Disco and Divots presented by the City of Hewitt. This exciting fundraiser for the Chamber Scholarship Fund takes place Friday, September 9th at Cottonwood Creek Golf Course. Not a golfer? Get on the fun by purchasing a raffle ticket for your chance to win locals' favorite basket of goodies or a stock Yeti filled with your favorite beverages. Registration $125 a player or $500 for a team of four. Bundles with mulligans, super pass, and a raffle ticket available to member teams for $725. For more information and sponsor shootouts, visit HewittChamber.com slash golf or call 254-666-1200. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchi Group at 1-800-258-8302. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. What's up, guys? Guys, this is Tori down at Harley Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Cogs World Series Oklahoma moves to the finals beating A&M 5-1. Arkansas pushes to an elimination game beating Ole Miss 3-2. Razorbacks and Rebels this afternoon. Winner faces OU in the finals this weekend. In the Stanley Cup, Avalanche beats the Lightning in overtime 3-2. Colorado leads the series 3-1. Game 5 tomorrow night. Former Baltimore Raven Tony Saragusa, the Goose, has died at the age of 55. NBA draft tonight at 7. Mavericks have the 26th pick. Spurs have three picks in the first round at 9, 20, and 25. Astros sweep the Mets with a 5-3 win. Astros and Yankees start a series tonight, 6-05 first pitch. Rangers sweep the Phillies winning 4-2 yesterday. Rangers had the day off before hosting the Nationals tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Got to say goodnight. Getting ready for the NBA draft. Always a fun evening. And uh, some Bears involved, of course. Jeremy Sohan being projected anywhere from, I don't know, 9th to to 13th. So he, he could be a lottery pick or 14. We'll see where he goes. I think Oklahoma City Thunder are, they've either got the 12th or 13th pick. they got a couple of picks pretty early. And then Kendall Brown. And let's not forget James Akinjo as well, who uh, transferred into Baylor, had a tremendous season for the Bears and helped uh, stake them to a number one seed despite all sorts of injuries and setbacks. And so they're uh, – I'm liking some of the stuff Baylor, uh, the uh, social media is doing. I'm looking at a uh, a Baylor uh, social media site, and, and on one of the buildings there in New York City, you can see a Kenjo and some of the Baylor players' highlights and that kind of thing. So that's really cool. And then a um, uh, reminder, Ole Miss has made it in to the uh, championship series to play OU. Uh, unbelievable uh, 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 performance by coach Mike Bianco and um, I mean they wanted him out of there about a month ago they make it in they go on a great run let's get the Bears Mitch Thompson now back with the Baylor Bears let's return to the College World Series next season for the first time since 2005 been a really fun day 
We'll do it again tomorrow, beginning at 4 o'clock sharp. Thanks to uh, Aaron Sexton, everybody who's been a part of this one. Good night, everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the 2022 NBA Draft comes up tonight at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Who will be the first Big 12 players selected? We'll get the thoughts of Matt Norlander from CBS Sports Interactive on that straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz.